We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Thursday, we got you, and we're ready to come after you, baby. Let's do this thing on a Thursday morning as we roll through the end of February. Final day of February is today. Jay just looked at me and goes, can you believe next Friday is March 8th? And, and I looked at him, I go, can you believe Monday is your birthday? Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, thanks, Bob. Well, you won't be here on Monday, and then by the time you're in on Friday next week, it's like, hey, you're it's, old. it's, it's yeah. too old. So what, what are you, 51 this year, We're right? a year away from the... Uh, Ticket giveaway at the uh, at the bar where I was hammered. Oh, that's right. I know that was fun. It was a it really was, good time. So you're 51 this year, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. How was your 50th year on on Earth? Did you enjoy it? Was, it was uh, uneventful. Yeah. <laughs> What's what you get? Chiefs won the a Super Bowl again. Again. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else? Same. You know. Same old, same old. Win same Super old. Bowls. Yeah. Do, do this. Patrick Mahomes another good ago. year. I mean, yeah. I can't believe it was a year ago. I feel like it was yesterday because it was literally the only day I I left my kids at home and said to them, "Do not turn on the oven while I'm gone. Come home, the oven is on." I was like, yeah. I literally told you. It's the first time I ever told you not to turn on the oven. Had and you turned on the rolls. oven. And I don't even remember. Like, they were baking. I'm like, what the it's hell is ago. going on here? So, yeah. Happy uh, early birthday to you, my friend. <laughs> 51 is Ichiro's number. It is Bernie Williams' number. Who else is another popular 51? You don't see a lot of 51s out there, so you can look that up. All right, so yesterday, the Chiefs released their renovation plan for Arrowhead Stadium. Judging by the text line, judging by social media, <laughs> not a lot of people are thrilled by what they unveiled yesterday. I can't say I, I, I blame you. Like, they're great renovations. They're all things we need. But I look at what they presented yesterday as things that, like, if you really want it, then then you pay for that. Like, that shouldn't be taxpayer money. You want to put a dome on top of, of Arrowhead Stadium, I'm all for that because I think that helps the community. Nothing that they added to the stadium yesterday truly helps the taxpayer of Jackson County. It makes it easier to attend a game and pee and park and get some concessions and stands like that and some suites that most of us will never, ever have the opportunity to see. Um, but other than that, I looked at it from a community benefit and I'm like, what do we, what do we, what do we got here? You know, I was hoping they would at least announce a new practice facility where they were going to bring training camp back from St. Joe. That didn't happen. Obviously they're not going to develop that area. Mark Donovan, you know, said that yesterday. We actually uh, did a pretty good analysis on real estate development, what we could do, entertainment districts, et cetera. And there's some reality that hits you pretty quickly. Um, right now in this market, this is not a location that is worthy of developing. Um, so as, as harsh as that sounds, it's just the reality from a business standpoint.
Yeah, so I, I don't disagree with them. I mean, they've had 60 years to develop that area out there, and you know, here we sit, nothing has been developed. And so um, I don't blame Mark Donovan at all from a pure business standpoint. But Taco Bell has to be just raking in the Oh, bucks, man. Are they still even open? They got the good stuff. It's got to be I raking I always the thought bucks, that was man. one of the better subways in town out there. I'm, I'm just oh, saying, yeah, man. that gas station? Yeah. yeah. That Taco Bell, I mean, so many games leaving the Royals. I mean, that thing's just got to be killing it. Killing you would it, think. right? You would think out there, right? That's the one they should have um, turned into the cantina. Yeah, you know, the Taco, yeah, Bell, the Taco Cantina. Bell Cantina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's got to be crushing it, doesn't it? I don't know if it is or not. From from the nine one three good callback or the renovations FDIC insured. <laughs> I didn't see cannabets on that site, so it was depressing. But uh, but it just doesn't feel like people are behind what they saw yesterday from a renovation standpoint to the tune of many on the text line, many in social media, many texts I got yesterday asking. Do they even want this to pass? And that's why I've I've said since Monday, I've told you guys that there are other jurisdictions in the area and outside of Kansas City that have made better financial offers with public money than what Jackson County is offering. The teams want to be loyal to Jackson County. And this is them saying, do you want us? If you want us, great. We're happy. Let's go. Let's move forward. If they don't vote no, or if they do vote no and the vote doesn't pass, there are other jurisdictions that are ready to come in and give the Royals and Chiefs much better public financing plans. And so after seeing both of the plans, what do you think? I love the Royals plan. I love that John Sherman's putting in a billion dollars of his own money and covering cost overruns of a brand new downtown stadium that's going to bring new development, new life, new energy to the downtown area, put the top over, you know, the the interstate, have the ability to walk to power and life. from there. I absolutely love that plan by the Royals. I wanted the East Village, you know, originally. I think the Royals did. The city did not want them in the East Village. It's not the Royals who chose that crossroads site. Ultimately, it was the city who did not want them in the East Village. So, facto, here we sit. If you don't like the East Village, then call the mayor, not the Royals. It's not, it wasn't really on their their uh, their hand. Um, so, I just think after looking at this, if, if I had a vote on the Chiefs separately, no. If I had a vote for the Royals separately, yes. And because I like the Royals plan so much, I, if I was in Jackson County, would be a yes voter on this. Where do you guys stand after what you saw yesterday? Were you whelmed? Were you overwhelmed? Were you meh-whelmed? Like, where did you fall on it? B-Dub, I want to start with you. As you are a Jackson County citizen and a Jackson County resident, you have the opportunity to vote in this. I was very underwhelmed by what the Chiefs presented yesterday as a lot of stuff that um, doesn't pertain to me. It pertains to the one percenters. Looked like we got a iPhone update, basically. You know, that's what we got. Didn't get a whole bunch of any of this or any of that. I don't know what an activation zone is. It's a place where you can spend money. Oh, okay. And they can get your information and give it to their partners and, and, and what that, that's on. what an activation zone is like yeah, yeah yeah exactly pass it on like oh come here and get this free whatever and we get your information that's I an activation zone i yeah. see no restaurants i see no hotels i see you know it's cool that they're finally making the upper level the 300 level 360 and putting some canopies over there to help you from the sun or when it gets too cold yeah but you know those end zone suites i will never see yeah. i will never be on the inside of that uh, I understand the the need to make the uh, ability for the buses to go in mm-hmm. um, easier and travel wise, but that's for the team. That's nothing for the that's fans. nothing for the fan. Yeah, like um, like some of that stuff I, I don't care about. Like no, that shouldn't be taxpayer I, dollars. That shouldn't be yeah. on us, you know. And you know the the video boards. Yeah, it's time for an update. 
you know, the new ribbons, the Dactronics, all that, that's all well and good, you know, bells and whistles. But, but I don't know that that should be on the taxpayer no, either. No, it shouldn't. It's, you know, it just looked like a, a iPhone update that we're getting stuck with where the owner's only paying $300,000 million. or $300 million of the $800 million while right. the Royals, their plan, I love it. I do too. I, I, I think do. It's the more I look at it, the more I'm like, this is awesome. Especially with the green space that's going in, that's going on top of 670. It right. bridges, you know, the crossroads and, you know, the Power and Light District and the T-Mobile Center, all that together to where you got a working green space. And, you know, it, it looks amazing. I'm all in on that. And as a Jackson County voter, good of the Royals outweighs the underwhelming of what I saw and just knowing that both teams stay here in Kansas City. Right. That would be a yes vote. You yeah. know, but but I still don't see what the benefit is that the Chiefs are rolling out for the community. I look at it, Soldier Field, Lambeau, Arrowhead Stadium. Third oldest in the NFL. It needs infrastructure. It needs, you know, to be updated. And that, that part's clear. Maybe uh-huh. that should, put, should have been more of the impetus. Hey, we're going to fix this, this, and this. Because, you know, that, that's up to the county to pay. Because they went out there and they, they got to re, uh, reestablish the infrastructure, you know, for the tenant, the Chiefs. So I understand that. Because the stadiums are old. I mean, they're not getting any younger. So you're going to have to put money into right. them. It's 100% of it's, we got to do with anything uh, that gets, you know, 50 years old, uh, which these are. And Kaufman's one of the oldest in baseball as well. It's like these stadiums were, you know, ahead of their time being, you know, just specific sports instead of playing two sports in the stadiums. Like a lot of people are going that direction. Right, right. But to me, it's about losing them more than anything. So I'm yes on both only because I understand they both need to be refreshed. They both need something different. But, and I'm not a Jackson County resident. If I were, I definitely would be more, you know, ardent to this. I don't want to lose these. I don't understand how difficult it is to bring these teams in. We've been doing this job long enough. I've seen teams leave communities right. and what it does to the community once those teams leave and how hard it is to bring them back. And then they'd be in the, the, the category of offering all these great deals or whatever because the vultures are circling mm-hmm. and they're waiting for you to mess up and then they're going to pounce. That's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people not looking at the, the grand scheme of things of when that team leaves, when that moving van closes its door right. and is gone – from the Truman Sports Complex, both of them where they're at. Fear-mongering, no, Man. because it's realistic. It's what happens in this country. Teams do move. Yeah, We've they, seen they, it here they, twice. Look, they, they absolutely do Actually, move. Actually, scouts and athletics and kings. I mean, it, it, it yeah, happens. Yeah, it happens, right? No, no, it's it's not fear-mongering. It's, it's giving the information. And I think at times when people don't agree with what you say, they want to yell at you. They want to say it's fear-mongering and you don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you, the facts are this. There are other jurisdictions out there that are offering the teams a better financial plan than what Jackson County is offering right now. However, comma, the teams are loyal to Jackson County. They want to give Jackson County the opportunity to keep them in Jackson County, period. But if it fails, comma, there will be multiple offers that are out there probably that night (laughs) from different jurisdictions in the area. And I've heard some outside the area. Again, if you're Nashville, why wouldn't you call the Royals and see what you could do? Or if you're Salt Lake City, why wouldn't you call the Royals? Or if you're, you know, wherever, a Montreal, why wouldn't you call the Royals? Or if you're Oakland, why wouldn't you call the Chiefs or whoever, right? You got to do your due diligence like that when you are another city. It's just the way that things go. If this fails, there will be other jurisdictions that do make offers 
and you may see one or both teams move to the Kansas side of the state line. Personally, I don't care where our teams play in the metro area. I just want them in the metro area. And if it fails in Jackson County and the Chiefs end up in Wyandotte and the Royals end up in Johnson or the Chiefs end up in Wyandotte and the, and the Royals end up in Clay County, whatever the case may be, I don't care as long as they're here in Kansas City. The side of the state line doesn't matter to me at all. And I think that's the way you have to look at it. If it doesn't pass in Jackson County, there are other people waiting at the table with an offer going, hey! Which, you know, if it fails in a month, they're staying there. It's not going to do status quo. Right. They're doing something. They're going to go somewhere. Right. It, it depends on what happens in a month when they do the voting where they go. But to, you want pandemonium, that's when it happens. That's when Vulture Circle. Oh, God, that's yes. When offers if that come vote in. fails. That's where free agency be, for the stadiums begins. Yeah. If that vote fails on April 2nd, it will be pandemonium with people from all over the place you have recruiting them. these you teams. You have them now. It's so, Once you lose them. Right. It is tough to get back. The Royals have made no bones about it. They do not want to stay at Truman Sports Complex. When this lease runs out, right. they, they have the, no the intentions have no intention of, of staying, out staying there. there at all. There's nothing as much as everybody says, Kaufman's beautiful, Kaufman. But, yes, it's beautiful. It's It's been amazing, but they want to go elsewhere. They don't want to be there right. anymore. anymore. They made yeah. no bones it's about it. It's like a marriage. I mean, they've been in it for so long, it doesn't produce what you want it to produce anymore. you got to move on. It's no big deal. It happens in life, right? Relationships come and go. And in Major League Baseball, if we want the Royals to win, we've got to find ways to generate the most money possible unless baseball is all of a sudden just going to change its economic plan, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. But you go around and you see every ballpark now in the country has the ballpark village in St. Louis, has the battery in Atlanta, the development outside of Wrigley Field that's now all Cubs generated so you don't go to Murphy's. Like, they have done a lot around ballparks now to make them 365-day-a-year venues where you can get money 365 days a year and use that for your team. I think John Sherman has done so much. We talked about it on Monday. There are, at minimum, 33 different nonprofits that John Sherman supports in Kansas City. The Sherman Scholars Program that he supports and, and does has put hundreds of kids through college that never would have had the opportunity to go through college. John and Marnie Sherman are some of the greatest philanthropists that we have here in Kansas City. He's already spent a billion to, to, to buy the Royals. He spent $400 million in salaries this offseason when you factor in the Bobby Witt contract. He's willing to put in another billion dollars plus cost overruns to build a brand new stadium for Kansas City. I love what John Sherman is doing with this franchise. I love what John Sherman has meant to our town. I am. I would vote yes because of the Royals plan. The Chiefs plan, eh, not that interested in. Just going to be honest with you. Just not interested in that plan. Needs to be done but I'd rather use taxpayer dollars to put more money into the, to the Royals. Being a big league city means something. Mm -hmm. It means something for your identity of what your city is as St. Louis without the Rams. Having big league teams in your town like Kansas City, Missouri is a big thing. Mm -hmm. It is a big thing to think Pat Mahomes plays here in Kansas City. Three of the last five Super Bowls have been in Kansas City, Missouri. That part, that part you don't want to lose that. Right. It's not like, you know, this is... Who cares what team? Who cares the success? Having a big league team is different. It's the most popular sport in this country. Right. And you have that team and their champions right here in your backyard. Right. I mean, I, I, I Do think. Do you want to lose them? I, I think right now, um, um, 
Um, but I, I think also it sounds people are saying we're kissing John Sherman's butt. No, we're not. We're we're telling you what he's done for this community. Like this 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 is the the. the the situation that drives me nuts sometimes about this topic. People hear what they want to hear. I literally walked into the J yesterday, had multiple people say, why isn't John Sherman putting any money like Clark is? I'm like, John's putting in a billion dollars of his own money. But again, that's on them for not publicizing it enough and not running campaigns and telling everybody, you know, what's going on. You can only scream from the mountaintop so much, right, B-Dub, and, 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 and whatnot. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so he just gave Bobby Witt uh, more money than this franchise sold for. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. He paid Bobby Witt more than David Glass yep. paid for the entire franchise. Yep. And so ultimately, I, I just think I love the downtown stadium. I've always been a fan of a downtown baseball stadium. But the football stadium from a community benefit I'm not sure what the community and the taxpayers are getting without putting a retractable roof over the top of that. So you guys can weigh in on the text line as well. 913-586-7610. Coming up, Clark Hunt got an F by the NFL PA. How does that affect things? We'll explain next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. One, two, three into the phone. Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the dope. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Before I have to pull the strap off the Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Lone Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low, death G, so we crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fake this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfected, so I'ma let them understand. From a young Good call there, B-Dub. Good call. Feeling it today. Today is Leap Day. What are you doing with the extra day today? I am going to be at uh, a high school doing a student of the month and teacher of the month. I'm seeing an event. Ah, is that a little afternoon? You get a lunch out of that? Yeah, should get a little uh, smoked chicken or something. Yeah, what are you doing with the extra day? You know, February just always seems like it's shorter than every other month. What are you, what are you doing? Today? Watching defensive line and linebackers at 2 o'clock at the combine. 
Watching people run in biker shorts. Why did I not? <laughs> Why did I not see that one coming? Right? Well, it, it starts. It today, is. You know? it, no, it does. The combine does start. I just today. don't have the shrimp from yeah. St. Elmo's, and that's fine. I can go get it. You know, maybe they IV actually some. sell the St. Elmo's cocktail sauce yeah. at Costco. Maybe I'll stop and get some shrimp on the way back, just to kind of. And if you're looking enjoy for the moment, if you're looking for some cocktail sauce that's really good, that St. Elmo's cocktail sauce yeah. is good. Go to your your local Costco and yeah. pick that up. It is hot and is spicy, I like brother. That. Yeah, I, like I do that. too. Like, you can never add as n- enough uh, horseradish. Shrimp and combine sounds pretty fun. A- and steak, right? Yes. Right? Exactly. So, anyway. Celebrate the first day of the combine. Yep. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. So, uh, we got the stadium thing we're talking about. And then this 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 story about uh, the NFLPA ranking the owners and teams and all that. And Clark Hunt coming in number 32, getting an F- minus uh, as an owner for the franchise. And I was thinking about this, you know, yesterday. I'm like, how does that impact me as a Chiefs fan? Because... So far, it looks pretty good to me. A couple of Super Bowls in the last two years, three in the last five. We got Patrick Mahomes, we got Andy Reid. And then the Players Association weighs in and they give him an F minus and say he's the worst owner in the NFL. And I'm like, huh. I mean, you got to be really bad to get an F minus. Yeah. Like, like, so, so, so what are we, um, what are we, um, doing here? Like, why is Clark getting an F minus? And you start to see, you know, players didn't like stools. They wanted chairs. They want a redone locker room. He promised it them a couple of years ago. Hasn't done that yet. Okay. Fine. Those are all kind of like ancillary things. But at the end of the day, the results kind of spoil for themselves don't they i mean like you 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 won back-to-back super bowls and you have an opportunity to three-peat i think what it does it shows you how great andy reed is at truly running that organization and and i hope like clark sees this and it's it's not something that he dismisses but it's something he uses to learn how maybe to become a better owner because no matter what we do in life and no matter how successful we are we can always get better right you're going to give that teacher of the month award out today right do you think that teacher's going to put her feet up or his feet up and sit there and say, you know what, teacher of the month, I'm good. I've reached my pinnacle. No, that teacher's going to strive to get teacher of the month again and then turn that into teacher of the year and then teacher of the year for the state and then teacher of the year nationally. Like, no matter how good you are at your job or at life or whatever it is, you always want to get better. You think Jay evaluated one defensive lineman and said, no, that's it. No, he's evaluated three and four and five and six and eight and ten and all of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Right. Why not? Like you always want to get better at what it is that you do. And so if I was Clark and this is what I would do, I see that thing. I see I'm ranked the worst owner. Our trainers ranked as the worst trainer, but our head coach is ranked as the best coach in the league by far. A plus Andy Reed. Everybody loves Andy Reed. If I'm Clark, I'd go to Andy and say, congratulations on being one. I'm 32. How do I get closer to you? What, what can I do? And if I'm Andy Reed, I'm looking at Clark and I'm saying, I got what? I'm going to sign this extension. Give me another five years here. Here's what I want you to do over the next five years so we can set this organization up for success after I leave and after I retire and after Matt Nagy takes over, right? That's that's what I would do if I were Andy Reid and Clark Hunt. I would say, what can I do better as an owner? And if I'm if I'm Andy, I would say, well, here are some of the things that the players would like, and here's how you can increase your Q rating, so to speak. So when I leave, we don't miss a beat. What essentially we want to do here in Kansas City from here now to eternity is become like the Pittsburgh Steelers, where every year you're a good team, 
regardless who the coach is. And that's the culture that's set in place by the organization and ownership. Because before Andy Reid got here, this was a dumpster fire. I mean, 2012, guys, just that's all I got to say, 2012. And it wasn't great from like 1971 to 1989 before Carl Peterson took over. And so this organization has had some warts. Andy Reid has come in and made all these warts disappear. People don't even know who was here before Andy Reid for the most part. And that's where Andy Reid, in his next five years as coach, needs to say to Clark, right, this is how we're going to keep my rating up and how we're going to get your rating up and keep this program moving in the right direction. I think Clark can learn a lot from Andy because of this survey and should take advantage of that. Yeah, and they spent some money to get out of Romeo and Scott Pioli to go Andy Reid. They spent some money. But if I'm Clark, though, the F-minus, though, that's the part that kills me. Right. Not just an F, it's an F-minus. You would think, okay, New facilities. Yes, they need them. But then on the other hand is he's got to look at the success. Mm-hmm. You're telling me the Chiefs aren't making money hand over foot? Of course with, they with are. With the merchandising. Sure. More people bought Chiefs stuff than any other team mm-hmm. in the NFL. He's already got, what, 15 of the top 100 shows where his team being watched. He's got the success. Is it pushing him to do it? Now, he should do it. Right. He should look at this and say, well, let's make this uh, more uh, fun for players to come to Kansas City. But as a but businessman, really like the businessman, he's looking at it, he's great, and he's saying, well, I have more success than anybody in the NFL. I'm doing it right. They're doing it wrong. Right. That's and probably what he's thinking. Correct. He's probably thinking that. But, the, I mean, obviously it's coming from the players because it's the NFLPA, and disgruntled employees always chirp louder than people that are happy. But, like, if you need a new Whirlpool or something, then, then hey, they won the Super Bowl. Give them a new Whirlpool or whatever. You know, it's it's not that big a deal. It's not a huge, huge deal. I don't, I don't really think it really has that big of an impression on – how the team is going to be moving forward, but it could have an impact on what the team's going to be like post Andy. And when I saw this survey, you know, yesterday, and I'm like, wow, I mean, what Andy Reed has been able to accomplish here in Kansas city, he's going to go down. In my opinion, as the most important sports figure in the history of this city. I mean, what he has been able to do and turn an organization around, not just turn the team around, but turn the entire organization around like he's done I mean, Andy Reid needs 10 statues, 15 statues. However many Super Bowls he wins, give him that many statues. Like, the impact that Andy Reid has had on this organization in this day and age may be greater than any single person has had on an organization in Kansas City sports history. And that's what I took away from that survey. How freaking lucky are we to have Andy Reid being the leader of this organization right now? Because if he's not, there's no Mahomes. Right. There's no none of these championships. And then Clark has to have a very real conversation with himself with what these players are saying. Because right now, the winning is overshadowing Correct. what the players are saying right now. Should Clark go ahead and, and bite the bullet and build a new practice facility? Something like, you know, the Rams or the Cowboys or Philadelphia, one of those major cities have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He needs to. And at some point, the winning's going to stop, and those players, the the talking's going to get around the league. Yeah, people want to come here and play with Mahomes for a chance to win that championship. Right. But if the owner isn't supplying you with the needs to do your job, giving us the right amount of staff to to feed us correctly, or give us the enough massage therapists or training staff, if the guys aren't. You know, feeling the training like, staff getting an F for the second consecutive year is concerning as well. That's a big red flag. That's more vital that to me is than a huge red than flag Clark because right? that speaks hand in hand to me with Clark. Like, okay, does this give a little 
validation to the F minus to Clark, or is that because the first time I'm like, you know, last year, okay, that's just some outspoken employees going, you know what, they hate the owner. The right. owner's never there. He flies in on Sunday morning for a game, and then he flies back out to Dallas. And now you've given an F again to the training staff. Does that give a little more credence to the F um, for Clark? Mm-hmm. Because uh, do the guys feel safe? Right. Do the guys feel like they're being taken care of, that their nicks and bruises, you know, that Monday morning of, of needing that massage therapy and getting, you know, the therapy that they need, you know, soft tissue, whatever it is, are they feeling valued or is it just, you know, put some tussing on it and get back out there and run the play? Yeah, see, see to me, the, the training, uh, you know, the Rick Burkhalter getting an F two straight years and being ranked last two straight years, that that that's a bigger concern than, than the grade that Clark Hunt got, in my opinion. I, I think... I think ultimately, you know, you, you upgrade the facility a little bit and, and players will be happy. But I I think my biggest concern is setting this organization up for post Andy Reid. And and that's where Andy comes in and post Patrick Mahomes, too, because eventually he's going to retire. Right. Tom Brady did. Maybe. Um, maybe. <laughs> um, but what's this going to look like when both Andy and Patrick are gone? Because once Andy and Patrick are gone, well, it, you're not selling Andy and Patrick anymore, right? How are you going to sell this organization? And so that there's always room for improvement. This isn't the end of the world. This isn't a bad thing. But does it change your perception of maybe voting for the stadium after seeing something like that? You know, I think that that's a, another topic that I've seen people weigh in on as well. So, you know, what did you take away from that? 913-586-7610 from the, from the Clark Hunt ranking yesterday. For me, I, I just look at it as an opportunity to get better. I mean, that's what football coaches say all, all the time, right? It's an opportunity for us to get better. It's an opportunity for everybody to get better right now. And, and give the facilities your choice. You can do it. If they're not going to do it, you have a chance yeah. to, to go do it and give them what they need. But it is surprising because you would think that everything would be hand-in-hand hand with success. You th- would right. think that this part would be there. The Chiefs would be at the top because everybody's typically happy because when, when things go well, you're happy. You don't care about potholes. You don't care about anything. No. You're winning championships, and ultimately that's what it is because you know no one complains about the rings right. that they give out because they give out the exquisite Super Bowl rings, and they give them out to people in the organization and, and everything, but no one complains about those because right. they look great. They look and fantastic, they look, right? It's what people see, and it's behind the scenes with the training staff. That's obviously that I'm with you. That part I would want that grade exponentially better than what it is. As right. far as just upgrading locker rooms or whatever, yes, it is a, a foregone conclusion that yes, you've been going deep into the season, so that does change but things. Maybe a they're bit. not upgrading the locker room because they're thinking maybe this vote fails and then we're building a brand new practice facility somewhere else too. I mean, so like they need a new locker room. All there. of this stuff you start to think about in your mind. Why aren't we renovating? Well, maybe because if this vote doesn't pass, then we're building new somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, you got to think are, about that too. You do. You do have to think about that. But ultimately, as Mitchell Schwartz tweeted out yesterday, which I totally appreciate, players care about three things: money, money, and winning, and that is it. And if as long as you're paying the players, which they do, you're never going to be stuck in that category of not. Oh, they don't pay anybody. No, they're paying players, man. Like they're they're paying guys. Coming up here on six ten Sports Radio, we continue the discussion where you weigh in on uh, the the stadium. Are you a yes? Are you a no vote when it comes to that? And I think we found the Kansas City area's biggest jackass. We'll let you hear from him next. Hey, this is Willie Gay Jr. Wake up with Fesco in the morning starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com.
Gotta love the Oak Ridge Boys, don't you, here on 610 Sports Radio? One of the best songs they've ever put out. Jay Binkley in with us here on 610 Sports Radio. Josh will be back tomorrow. You can continue to weigh in your thoughts on the uh, on the stadium, what you saw yesterday. You're more apt to vote no, more apt to vote yes after you saw what the Chiefs rolled out there yesterday. We also saw something yesterday that we, we really have to talk about. Uh, this was this Chiefsaholic lawyer uh, who spoke yesterday. I, I know we played it earlier in the show, but we're getting a lot of requests to continue to play this statement from Chiefsaholic lawyer. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, If I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chiefsaholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chiefs' kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. We can still move if he's not touched down. I know, right? In college football, he's down. Right, but isn't that a little scary, though, if he's still out there moving? Like, shouldn't we be scared of this guy? Like, that was one of the worst things that I have ever heard. the pocket's collapsing. I mean, and and we know he's still got time and nobody's rooting for this guy, right? Does this lawyer know that literally nobody in Kansas City is rooting for this guy? And he doesn't. I mean, except for the guy who said it was good because the banks are insured by the FDIC. It wasn't like he was robbing individuals. Do we do we know? and, And does this guy know that literally nobody is rooting for his guy that we want him to go away because every time we see him, it's a bad mark for our team, right? Because everybody talks about this guy and they associate him with the chiefs. You think, you think Clark Hunt likes this or Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes likes that this guy's affiliated with our franchise. No, I mean that, that right there is the most bizarre statement. And, and I, I would imagine chiefs of Hawks. So this guy was the only one who would take the case, but also is like, uh, I'm just going to plead guilty because I have no chance here with you, pal. And somebody had sent me a message the other day, like, how many times do you think this guy practiced that in the mirror before he went out there and said all that? So, I mean, that's one of the more ridiculous things that you're going to hear. I hope they lock that guy up for a long time, man. He's a menace to society. With that kind of representation, I just, I want to hear more, though. More? Like, I want to hear more. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I more do. I want to hear more, more football references more of what oh, stepping what? up in the pocket he didn't say hail mary which i thought was a big miss by him too we didn't hear anything about Option. a behind the back pass 
check you know, down. All, all that kind of stuff. We heard none of that, right? Go into your third option. You know, an RPO. He's in the middle of an RPO right now. Somebody wants to know if that was real or my cousin Vinny. No, that that was real. real. Yeah, that was real. Um, you talk about stats. locking up the lawyer, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say anything about the stadium votes, though. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. I, mean, I still can't believe that that was real. And he sat there with a straight face in yeah. front of the cameras. Like, I know somebody said that was like Saul Goodman, but I think to myself, I'm like, no, Saul Goodman was really good. Yeah, he was. He didn't address the did. franchise yeah. tag of Snead. He didn't address the Chris Jones situation. He didn't address several key issues. Right. Exactly. A lot of things to just who are you going to take with 32? He may have been the last pick of the first round and Mr. Irrelevant to some. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Nobody's going to, nobody cares about this guy. Go yeah. to jail and stay there forever, bro. Yeah. Nobody's rallying. Yeah. This. Get, at, get yeah. the hell out of here and stop ruining our city and our team's name. Uh, we've got the combine starting today and that excites Jay. Um, and I think a lot of other folks, I mean, I, I don't know how much of the combine I'm going to tune into and watch. I mean, I do have spring training baseball and there will be a fat pitcher that falls off the mound somewhere yes, today is. that I'm excited to watch. Um, Francisco but, Cortez will get in today too. Right? Yeah, I think I think he'll probably get in in, in late, like a lot of the the younger guys do for the Royals. Uh, uh, they can play him two days in a row like this. Well, I, I I would imagine they they should. He got a hit yesterday and great play at second. Yeah, like he's he's flashing the leather a little bit and somebody that they're like, hmm, this is kind of a sneaky guy. Where did he come from, right? And gonna so lose him. He's in a well, five next year. Well, he's only twenty years old though. I mean, so you got to you know you, you got the opportunity to keep him down and let him get seasoned. But if something would happen to Massey or something to Wit. Maybe Cortez is a guy that they look at calling up. But we'll lose him. We'll see if he plays later today uh, with the, with the Royals down in spring training. But I'll be watching spring training baseball. I don't care who. I love spring training baseball. Like that's my guilty pleasure, guys. And I'm not going to sit here and hide from it and be scared to talk about it. I love spring training baseball, and I love taking a nap to spring training baseball. Except I had the Cubs game on yesterday, and it was Cubs and Brewers. Every time somebody got a hit for the Cubs, the color commentator said, that's a good piece of hitting. Oh, my goodness. Every single time. Was it the Cubs announcers? Was it Boog yeah. and Deshaies? I think it was. Oh. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. like Because I was watching that Marquee Network, I think. Yeah, on, on, that's, yeah. A, that's a bad broadcast now. It I'm is. A, I'm out on Boog. I, I've kind of been that way, too. Sometimes people get too big for themselves, yeah, you know. Yeah, I um, think his head is... Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, I just thought like every time somebody got a hit, I don't need to hear the announcer say that's a good piece of hitting. A good producer director will go to him and say, this is your crutch. You got to stop saying that because yep. not everything is a good piece of hitting. Um, and I know a lot of people in baseball don't even like that terminology. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So Jay will be watching the uh, the combine. I'll be watching the spring training baseball, enjoying every moment of it. Um but we have gotten so deep into wide receivers, right? And and so much conversation is focused on we need a wide receiver, we need a wide receiver. What else do we need? Like what other position would you be okay with if the Chiefs didn't go wide receiver? And for me, it's either defensive or offensive line. I can always grab the best available defensive or offensive lineman. Yeah, you will definitely because Wanya Morris was a key last year too when he got those four starts like do you really, really need that, or could it be a journeyman guy that you have on the offensive line? Can Wanye Morris be that left tackle? Because that shows a lot that he was able to start as a rookie yeah. with Andy Reid as your head coach, that he was able to do it. But defensive line, I mean, they don't have anybody under contract. Neil Farrell, I mean, 
That's something they've got to get better you're, at. You're talking tackles. Some people have weighed in and said, well, Karloftis and Felix. Yeah, yes, those are defensive talking Jay's interior. talking interior defensive line. The interior part of the defensive line. I understand the offensive line as well. It's not as flashy because I do still think the MO of this team is about putting pressure on the defense. And I still want to supply Mahomes with as much talent as I can. Mm-hmm. Make his life uh, go easier. Yes, they won Super Bowls with what they had. But do you necessarily want to sweat it out like that? Don't you want to make things easier in life? Do you want to move the chains instead of look back going, man, there's two more wins the Chiefs could have had. Right. Exactly. And you would have had another home game at Arrowhead in the AFC title game instead of on the road. I was talking to a guy at the at the J yesterday in the locker room. We were having this conversation about, like, work. And, and I'm like, it's nice that your company allows you guys to come in here because there's a group of these guys. I'll just say from creative planning, allows these guys to go in and – you know, work out and get their job done. They go, yeah, they don't care if we can finish our job in four hours or eight hours. They just want you to get your job done and take care of business. And if you're more efficient at it, that's even better for everybody, right? And and I think that's kind of, you know, where we are as we as we head to this draft with the Chiefs. You know, you you, you want to continue to be more efficient. You want things to be easier for Patrick Mahomes. We saw them win a Super Bowl when it was really hard. And that was hard. <laughs> it was hard for us. It was hard for them. It was hard for everybody. But if you got the opportunity to make somebody's job easier and life easier by making you know the right pick in the draft and doing that, then by all means, you go out there and do that. And so, obviously, the wide receiver position makes things easier for Patrick Mahomes. And I'm all about making things easier this year. He he gave us a solid this past year. Now let's take a little off his plate, make it a little bit easier for him to well, win another Well, they survived one. it. They survived the rebuilding of the defense. Yeah. They actually won titles in the middle of doing it. Remember Brett Beach talking about the rebuilding part? Sure. Right in front of people, and he holds up the trophy. This is what a rebuild looks like in Kansas City. Well, they've survived that. So bring that now. This yeah. Team, I, I have better feelings about this team this year than going into last year. Right. Because I see the draft and I see them uh, maybe hitting free agency with wide receivers, drafting a wide receiver, bring the offense back up to where it was to go along with that defense. And all of a sudden you're talking about having a top five offense and defense, right. which imagine the capability we talked for the longest time. What would this team do with the top five defense? How good would Mahomes be with this? We've seen that. They want a ring mm-hmm. with that. And let's put the offense back where the defense is. And have some fun moving forward. Right. Like we and by love- the way, Brock Bowers just met with the Chargers. What does that They're mean? They're picking fifth, but go ahead. How, how many teams do you interview with? 20? The, the right? Top 30 the- visits. So. Oh, you get 30? I don't, I don't know, but uh, Bowers, I, I still think he's not passing five. Does that five. matter? I, like, I don't like think people, he's... Oh, my God, so-and-so met with so-and-so. No, okay. it doesn't, because the Chiefs sometimes meet with you, and sometimes they don't. I just I worry about Bowers to the Chargers. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fifth. Okay. Would you be more concerned if the Raiders got Russell Wilson or Justin Fields? I liken the Raiders to a board game where you keep advancing. Then all of a sudden you hit that space that says return to start. And I think both Russell Wilson and Justin Fields gets him nowhere. Nowhere. I guess Fields at this point. Oh, so you see, see, I would feel Russ because I feel like he's washed. But I'm not a fan guess, of fields, you know? Well, I, if you gave me a choice between the two, but again, I think you're starting from the beginning, just like the Broncos. I think you're back, you were making your way across the board, and all of a sudden you landed on return to start. Because right. I think both the Raiders and, and Broncos are back there return to start. Chargers not. Yeah. 
Yeah, they absolutely. have a quarterback and they have a head coach. They, now they finally have a head coach, right? That's going to be a fun one to see how that all plays out. But, you know, Denver doesn't have a quarterback. The Raiders don't have a quarterback right now. Like, these teams are worse off today than they were a year ago. And um, that's great. I, I enjoy watching the Raiders and Broncos fall flat on their faces. So the combine we get today, we get all that. And the other one is now Zach Wilson is is, is is free to go seek a trade, right? And and I laugh at that because I think who would trade for Zach Wilson? I don't know that there's going to be many takers for that guy. But what I think is the perfect plan is that Zach Wilson gets released and the Chiefs sign him as their backup quarterback. And he comes here to Kansas City, works under you know, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes for two years, and then they can swindle somebody out of a fourth round or a third round pick in a couple of years just by saying, hey, Zach Wilson came here and worked with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. you got to get your hands on this guy. The Patriot way with flipping quarterbacks. Yeah, and then, and then you get like a fourth or a third round pick in a couple of years for Zach Wilson, somebody that was released, and you just kind of signed to your practice squad or whatever and worked him in. Like, that's how Zach Wilson should be thinking right now, you know, to kind of rehab his image because – I don't think he's fit to be a quarterback in the NFL at this point in time. He's, he's shown that. His work speaks for himself. And so I think that you need to say, if you're Zach Wilson, you go to your agent, you say, find me a way to get to Andy Reid. Find me a way to get to Kansas City. Yeah, 100%. That would be what he would do. But it's like Shane Bouchel when he was here. And people like, like Shane Bouchel a lot, right. fighting that battle. It's like, who cares about his development? He's never going to start here. It's Patrick Mahomes. Right. Now, if you could take that quarterback and flip him like the Patriots did Matt Castle, right. and you get a pick out of somebody like that, I mean, it can. if you can use your quarterback like a commodity and you get a pick, that's that's definitely something different. Yeah, that's something that you should do, and I think Zach Wilson would love to have the two years or so with Andy Reid. Uh, and from, his mom's hot. And his mom is very hot, yes. From the 913, Fesco, why haven't you discussed the real story of the day, Mizzou falling to 0-15? Yeah, we it's didn't true. get to that. I had that at the top of the rundown, and then, I don't know, the stadium thing. It's down to three over. games left. So 0-15 right now. I mean you got to lose the rest. We've talked about it. You, you know, to. you, you, you got to go winless. This is now a badge of honor. I even think for Missouri fans right now, like you're probably rooting for them. The league. Yeah. You don't want them to have that one in front of their, you no, know, their, their record in conference play. You got three games to go, right? Three games to go. Do not screw this up. Right. If you're going to, if you're going to fail at something, Get that F minus, just like Clark Hunt. Just go over. Yeah. Just do it and do it right. Right. I mean, this has just been a cluster bomb. Yeah. Don't don't blow it now. Don't blow it now is right because there's that there's an old saying in sports, if you're gonna be great, be great. If you're gonna be bad, be terrible. You know, like Having one win doesn't do anything Nothing. for you. It doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't gain you anything. Right. Finish the story. I don't want to hear about, oh, the it. players need blah, blah. Half these players are transferring anyway. It happens every year at every college program. Um, so I, I don't think the win helps you moving forward. I, there, there's no benefit right now for Missouri to win a game, except from the text line says they should win one game and storm the court. <laughs> now I could live with that. Now Ole Miss that. versus 11 Auburn, then LSU. The Ole Miss one. Hmm. Is that one at the page? Two, two of these uh, next three are at home, only at LSU. But Ole Miss is at home for them uh, Saturday. Is Ole Miss and any good? Auburn. Uh, no. Okay. What's their record? Ole Miss uh, this year is looking at, could this be possible that they could pull this off? Old Miss is... Six and nine uh, oh, in the six conference. Six and nine in the league. No, LSU is seven and eight in the conference. Yeah. So, no, Missouri, you need to keep this thing going. Over. It opportunity. would it would be Missouri to win a game. Like that's more Missouri than going zero and eighteen, right? Winning one, 
Then nobody's talking True. about you, right? If they had a winning conference play, we'd never bring them up. But they're 0-15. Keep this train going. Choo, 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 my friends. You should be rooting for this. Good question also from the text line. If they do win and storm the court, who will be there? That's a good point. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Josh will be back tomorrow. Jay, thank you for filling in. B-Dub, thank you. We got uh, Alex and Cody coming up next. We call them Cody and Gold here on 610 Sports Radio. Talk to you later. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.